0: hello everybody welcome back to another episode of the mistletoe secret i am your host the i am damn it why do i do this i am santa's pee behind the toilet on christmas morning trey plutnicki what
1: (laughs) explain yourself right now
0: (laughs) Well, I imagine that at least one house, he uh, has to has to piddle before he gets back on his long, long journey. Oh, no. So so he takes a trip to the toilet. It's not like he's going to do it off the edge of his sleigh. And he misses the toilet. Well, yeah, I mean, he's bound. think about how many houses he has to go to. He's bound to miss at least once. (laughs) <laughs> I, um,
1: anyway, I am, I am the Broadway-bound 17-year-old star of the high school's Christmas play, Daniel Kunkel.
0: Yeah, that's very topical. I thought today, I'd make mine topical. Daniel. It's very topical. And today, the movie that we're going to be talking about is, uh, a little movie called The Christmas Pageant. Um, last episode, we had a, a additional Christmas pageant in our, in our midst, um, that uh our good friend ian allred had chatted us uh chatted with us about uh, which was great very illuminating this christmas pageant was not illuminating
1: no this one (laughs) no this one was the continuation of the the selling out of art in america
0: yes um it was so uh the movie do
1: we do we want to bring back the um trying to describe the movie as quickly as possible
0: yeah, we can do that for that one. I feel very comfortable. Awesome. All right. Um, doing that for this one. Do you want one. me to
1: set a timer or a time limit?
0: Uh, set, a ti- set a timer. Okay. Because I, I think I, I got this down pat. Great. All right. We're going in three, two, one. This woman named Vera is a very very good director. She directs Broadway, Off Broadway, Off Off Broadway, Off 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 Broadway. This is these are lines in the movie and she has not she just got fired and she d- does not have a j- job now. So she her agent I think, I don't really know who that man was, says, "Hey, I got a job for you. You're going to direct this like community theater Christmas pageant. It's good money." So she says, "I uh, I guess I'll do it. It's not really for Christmas. Uh, like she doesn't do it for Christmas. She does it more so for the money. And but she's fine. Like she. Ha- I'm sure she's gonna be okay if she doesn't do it. Anyway, uh, there is tension as she is a Broadway person directing people who are canonically not Broadway people. But tension is resolved as she learns that directing the show is not about directing the show, but it is in fact about spreading Christmas cheer. And finding the love of her life in a man named Jack Harmon, who has a kid. And uh, she then gets a job to direct the same show that she got fired from, but then she decides to quit that to instead direct the Christmas pageant that she didn't want to do. The end.
1: That was, um, you, you saw a little bit at the beginning, so I think we can chop off some time, though. That was 1 minute 17
0: seconds. That's not bad. That was pretty good. And I think I, and I got the gist. Is there anything that we're missing?
1: Um, not really. No, there's a love story, but it was uh, awful. So,
0: (laughs) so I didn't really like, um, so let's talk about that. So at the beginning of the, so at the beginning of the movie, she's, um, there's tension with, uh, this show that she's directing and then she gets fired yeah. By like the producers. Can you, d- did I miss something or who is that man that told her about the new gig about the Christmas pageant?
1: I think that was her agent.
0: That was her agent. I think
1: that was her agent. I think that was a, a manager of some kind because he had actors headshots on his wall too. Gotcha. Um, okay. But yeah, he, she, she gets fired, and then he's like, I got this job because no one wants to work with you. And we see her work with actors throughout the play, and I don't blame anyone for not wanting to work with her. She's, she's awful.
0: <laughs> she's unlikable. She's very unlikable.
1: She is... Um, yeah, she is demanding, but not in a way that empowers you. Um, like some... If, if you never worked in, if you're listening, you never worked in theater. It's the same as any boss. Like some directors can really fire you up and they're like, look, we got to get this done, this done, this done. And you're like, yeah, we do. Let's do it. And then just like a bad boss, a bad director will come in and say, we got to get this done. And you're like, do we, I don't really, I think you got to get it done. I don't really care if I get it done though. There's just not a lot of passion there. And she's got all these ideas, but she doesn't bring it down to a personal level. She doesn't make the actors care. And in fact, when she arrives and Wants to change some things. They've been doing the same Christmas pageant since 1893. The exact what? same show, <laughs> and she comes in and she wants to make some changes, which I can. Under, I think we can all understand. You know, she's coming in from the big city. She wants to make all uh, these changes, and the people there. The community who has grown up with this pageant and and see it as a very uh, personal point of pride for their town. I just got all my plosives for the podcast out in one sentence. Yeah, very, Uh,
0: very good.
1: um, They push back a little bit, especially one of the townspeople. What was what was her name? Beverly? Beverly. Yeah, Yeah,
0: our our good friend
1: Beverly. Yeah, Beverly uh, played by uh, Kate Flannery from The Office. (laughs) <laughs> it was Meredith. Who yeah. was Meredith. And she uh, she was great. And she, I think, deservedly pushes back. Like at one point, uh, Vera wants to cut the star. She wants to make it a light cue instead. She wants to cut this star. She's like, it doesn't look that great. And they explained to her the history of this star where it was like during World War II, there was a metal store shortage. So we had to have a paper mache star. And then the first shipment of aluminum after they called it VE Day, which I've never heard people in America do before. I've only heard VE day because there, there was VE day and VJ day for victory in Europe and victory in Japan. They're technically two. Gotcha. Different, but you only hear V day in regards to victory in Japan day anyway. Right. Um, off, off topic. But they were like yeah. after the after we won the war, the first shipment of aluminum we used to make this star right after World War Two. This is the first thing we made. And you're like, that's wow. wow, That's crazy. Like, that's such a a personal thing for the town and no doubt for the people whose parents were or grandparents were around for that story to happen. That's crazy. And she's like, "Okay, yeah, that's fair. But I still want to change some other stuff. And you're like, they've got a personal story for the star. You don't think they've got a personal story with everything else in this play? But yeah, she doesn't even literally everything else. She doesn't even bother to ask, like, okay, so what things are really, really important? What stuff do you not want to change? And what stuff can we maybe try and find find some different ways of doing?
0: You know, compromise. Compromise. compromise.
1: I, I I am a director and so this like this really riled me up where it was like <laughs> <laughs> relate to people, and especially something what, like this when it's someone else's thing. And in this case, a whole town's thing. You, you, you weren't taking notes, Daniel. Oh, I was. Uh, I was taking notes on what not to do. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't I, think you missed I a lot. There is a there is a businessman in town, Jack Harmon, who is a businessman. He's a businessman.
0: Yeah, he, no, he is. This man is a businessman, and I think. What distinguishes him between business boy and business man is the fact that he's visually old he's <laughs> <laughs> visually speaking he's an old guy um and I was like is this is this guy gonna be our uh little love interest here he's pretty uh he's pretty old he is
1: he is up there a little bit in in age he is older than our usual um romantic male lead in these movies but he was a it's, businessman yeah. they were he and vera were actually engaged we learn very unceremoniously we learn because at first they see each other and she's like oh my god it's you and he's like how long has it been and she's like since you broke up with me she says broke up with me she doesn't say since you broke off our engagement which is a i think a whole other level of uh, right breaking up
0: yeah but he's got That's, a he's got yeah. a
1: daughter who continues the creepy trend of children of single parents trying to make their parents hook up with somebody.
0: <laughs> Not only and watch. Yeah, she was like leering. Yeah. You know, I, like she was always in the room <laughs> when they were about to kiss. Uh, oh, God. At so first, gross.
1: at first, I got Guardian Angel vibes from her because when she first appears, she sits down. She has this flower. It's right when Vera's like, I'm quitting. I'm going to move back to New York because all Vera does is try to quit everything in this movie. Um, and then this little yeah. girl comes out. She's she just a child out of nowhere. She's like, here's a flower. I'm so glad you're here directing our pageant. Also, can I ask you this question about Santa Claus? Is he real? And I found myself either in my head, under my <laughs> breath or out loud. Anytime in these movies, someone's like, is Santa real? I'm always like, yes. There's yes, video is. evidence of Santa in this universe. Yes. What are you yes, talking about?
0: I will say regarding <laughs> regarding the Christmas pageant, um, uh, Jesus or God is never mentioned. No, I don't think so. What Ian proposed last week is becoming a little clearer. Um, well,
1: so they mention they mention Mary and they mentioned Joseph.
0: Uh, yes, but what, Joe, what did I say? Uh, Joseph, Nick, Joseph, Joseph Claus, Joseph Claus. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It still could be Joseph Claus is, um, is my point where if they mention Mary and Joseph by all means, like, yeah, lead the way. No, no, no. But I th-
1: I think they do say Jesus. I think at one point, um, I was listening. No, Beverly. I was listening pretty close, man. I think Beverly, because Beverly yells at her. She's like, "What is your problem with the baby Jesus?" Uh, Oh, remember that she says something like that. Well,
0: well, but it is a
1: pageant, uh, and she couldn't. She could maybe not be specifically referencing the nativity scene that they depict, because there's a lot of different acts in this.
0: At the very same time, baby, uh, canonically speaking. If God's not mentioned, you know. That's true. She does not say we, baby
1: Jesus Christ. She says baby Jesus. Yeah,
0: like Jesus Claus is still up in the air. We are digging ourselves
1: deeper and deeper into a theological grave.
0: Uh, like a tangle? A theological yeah. uh, weave basket, I basket think, of... Uh, I
1: think our Christmas pageant in the last movie should be considered canonical. Because that is from yeah. the mouth of a clause. Of a magical being. Yeah. This one is just some agree. townspeople and some some hoity-toity Broadway director. Yeah, they don't and know what it, they're talking it,
0: about. I, I will need to take mental note that that very same pageant has been going on for uh, upwards of 120 years. Yeah, so
1: that was this was in 2011 minus 1893, 118 years.
0: Yeah. Also, I would like to mention that Kate Flannery filmed this movie in the height of her office career. That was
1: really weird to me.
0: <laughs> she she uh, Cuz I was like I wasn't around
1: I wasn't like paying that much attention when the office was big, but I feel like all everybody who is like a main featured character in the office was huge.
0: Yeah, so she's
1: no, not, yeah. she's not she's not your Steve Carell's your John Krasinski level. But any of no. the people in, like, the main office cast, I feel like, had to be the hottest thing around. It's, it's... It feels listen, like a passion I, project, maybe.
0: Yeah, I don't, I really don't know, man. Like, I, uh, let me see. It's weird, um, how the office is listed. Okay, 2005. Yeah, so it's, like, season, this is, uh, so the office is, like, winding down, I think. Um... So it's, it's office started in uh 2005, ended in 2013. This movie came out in 2011, uh, Robert California and like Will Ferrell and all <laughs> oh, of that, no. that was, that was the season I, I, you know, I imagine that she saw the trajectory of the office now, like it, it was still the height. It was the peak. Cause it hadn't declined yet, you know? Yeah. Um, so, the uh,
1: reviews for this movie, the IMDb reviews are all over the place.
0: Really? Okay, read me two. Read me your favorite two. Uh, can I just read you all of the titles? Uh, yes. I looked at the six, first one. Six out of ten
1: stars. You know the story. <laughs> Three out of ten. Okay. I really wanted to like it. Dot 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 dot. Five dots. 10 out of 10 wonderful Christmas movie. <laughs> 6 out of 10 Hallmark Channel. dot dot dot. Okay, Christmas Time Pageant. Spelled Pageant okay. spelled pageant wrong.
0: Uh, gotcha. 2 out
1: of 10 horrible movie.
0: 3 out of 10. That's what that's the one I'm looking at right now. <laughs> it's
1: it's so mean. It's just making well, it's just I, commenting on I mean, Melissa it, Gilbert's plastic surgery. It's so mean.
0: Yeah, she's just nasty. This is a boring waste of time. And what's more is two people ha- that, who had an IMDb account said, yeah, this review was pretty helpful for yeah. me.
1: <laughs> Three out of ten, cute Hallmark card Christmas story. Nine out of ten, Melissa Gilbert at her best. So we got very conflicting reports on Melissa wow, Gilbert yeah. in this movie. Melissa Gilbert is, uh, is Vera in this movie. Uh, ten no, out Melissa... of ten, a festive delight. Five out of ten, lots of stretching of imagination won't make this film any better. That's a helpful review. <laughs> 10 out of 10, a great feel-good Christmas story. 1 out of 10, a pretty annoying movie. Sorry. No need to apologize. Don't need to apologize. Yeah. That's your opinion.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. IMDb so,
1: review person.
0: I, I don't really know Melissa Gilbert as an actress all that much. I'm looking through her IMDb. She's been working for a long, long time. Like, good God.
1: Yeah, which is remarkable. Oh, she's the voice of Batgirl from Batman, the animated
0: series. And then just like guest stars on very, very famous.
1: Listen, (laughs) television shows. I will not blame her. This was a script through and through that made her this horrible person. And I think she was really, really good at being a little uh, dare I say a little stinker, maybe.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I definitely came out of this movie, and I said, do we have a stinker? And I thought of Vera. <laughs>
1: did she did she put anyone in danger? I think she put herself in danger a few times.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't know if she put anyone in danger, actually. How would you say she put herself in danger?
1: I think coming into a small town and telling them to change their prized traditions.
0: This is very true. It's, it's well known in Hallmark movies that... Uh, rural folk <laughs> hate hate the city they folk they hate the city it's, slickers uh, yeah on un, on un, uh, unabashedly and in,
1: and in uh, this case i don't blame them she's mean no
0: i yeah, she's very mean. She's not a very good example. And, though they, do, they don't need to bring New York City into this. And like, s- she's doing it very, <laughs> very well herself.
1: And I said it last week, and this week I have finally the example. I say it all the time that these movies are missing every other scene. This movie has the most perfect example of it, though. Where... Um, oh, what's her name? Beverly doesn't show up for rehearsal. Vera goes okay. to check on her. Beverly is yep. like... I had my physical and they found something and I'm really nervous. And she breaks down in Vera's arms, unceremoniously cut to Vera walking down the street in the middle of the day. She has like one conversation cut back. She goes back to Beverly's house and she's like, and Beverly's like, I'm getting the call. And she gets the call from the doctor about her test results. And she's like, it's negative. And she shrieks.
0: Yeah. It
1: It is a five-minute sequence where we're like, oh, my God. like Finally, an explanation for why Beverly's been a little mean. It's because she's so worried. She's so worried because the doctor's like, maybe she's got cancer. Like, oh, this would be such a a tragic twist. Five minutes. We learn about that. We have a walk through town, and we get the negative (laughs) test results.
0: Yeah. That's the conflict. It's just so – it's weird because it feels like it was written where – it was like, okay, we, we hate Vera a lot, but Beverly's being really mean, so how can we bring the two together that softens them up a little bit?: It's cancer, and sh-
1: baby. And then,
0: yeah, and that's like kind of weird. like I, I don't know. Uh, I it feels very uh,
1: uh, it feels very advantageous. It feels a little too yes. easy. Yes, a little too easy. Is they don't the, even is the say it's cancer. It. they just they imply it, I think.
0: Yeah, they just say the test is negative. I, I don't know how well cancer reads in a rated G Hallmark f- Christmas play.
1: <laughs> That's true. I still just think back to um, the the Christmas prayer one where she, where she has to pray as the climax of the movie. Um, oh, Christmas Wish, was that it?
0: Oh, it was the, it was the, uh, yeah, 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 yeah the, uh, super, yeah.
1: the super religious one.
0: Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That one I can't was think... dark. Yeah, it, no, that one that got was really brutal dark. Brutal movie, and it, I, yeah, I kept, yeah, I could talk about that for another thirty minutes and um. just talk about how it's like, why, why are we letting this happen to this woman? But uh, overall, I would say uh, the movie, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It was fine. I think the the resolution of the movie was nice. I did like the scene where she was like actually working well with the people. Yeah, where yeah. she was like, she was like. Why don't we give you uh why don't you put we put you down in front of the stage and have a nice little spotlight like on you and the guy was like wait my own special spot <laughs> he was like I get to have my own private spot he's the and mayor like, and
1: he's so excited to be able to I speak know. in front of people in a tuxedo
0: stuff that's that was very sweet I liked her assistant um,
1: director
0: yeah <laughs> the line oh what was it it was like without her here I like with her here. I was a fantastic assistant director. Without her here, I'm only gonna be a mediocre assistant director. <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: yeah. He was he was great. She fires him in the first meeting because he can't do one of the three wise men's speech, and then she hires him back.
0: Yeah, no. It, I mean, the, in terms of like like character, like in terms of through line, it feels like they were just focusing on Beverly and her and just throwing everyone else to the wayside. I
1: think this is, I think part of the reason that these movies get so, um, stereotyped and so, um, cataloged. So like, Oh, this kind of person goes here and does this is because very, very rarely in the small towns do the, each people in the small town have really defining character traits. It is always the outsider, usually from a big city, comes and she meets the town and the town is a whole is a whole entity and there are some standouts like there's the assistant director and the mayor and the owners of the inn but they're all really the same thing they're the town
0: yeah it's
1: and that was what made coleman stand out so much was that he was so defined and so different and that's because we know he's a guardian angel
0: yeah, the well Coleman and the and the mayor in terms if we're speaking about the town Christmas forgot. Yeah. In case y'all are <laughs> the town of nowhere, in case you you were lost by that whiplash of a transition. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I I was like Coleman. Oh my God, did Coleman! I our, second movie, <laughs> our second movie. Our second movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I absolutely agree. And um, to compound on that, I think. Uh, it, all the characters kind of blend together, like all those characters have names and their names were said in the movie. But it's just like, over my like, head. yeah, like, it just seemed like Beverly was speaking up for everybody. And everybody was talking as one person when they were together. Exactly. So like, yeah, I, I don't know. But that yeah, that's how it that's how it felt. I, I was looking for a lot more in this movie since we had that beautiful Christmas pageant last time that gave us so much intel on the HCU. We, but we now... had some
1: we had Princess for Christmas and Annie Claus is coming to town and Trading Christmas and Holiday. We've had a lot of bangers this year.
0: No, yeah, these uh, 2011 has uh, come. Now to a screeching halt with the Christmas a roaring, a roaring stop, <laughs> a screeching halt. We were doing so well, man. We, I, was, we had I it. was loving these
1: flicks. I was remembering them. Oh. Uh, and then this remembering
0: their names, the characters, remembering their names. Yeah, Trey, uh, what
1: would what would your ideal Christmas pageant look like?
0: My but ideal Christmas pageant? Yeah, you can either... Yeah, you can question. give me broad
1: brushes or some specific uh, some specific numbers, yeah. maybe.
0: Some spe- I love a good subversion of expectations. Mm, okay. So I would love to see a Christmas pageant where it is uh, cabaret style, but there is a through line where Santa is trying to ruin the pageant mm. in order to like either to have it because the either to be like hey this pageant's about me <laughs> it's about me y'all not about jesus that's yeah and, that's fun and, and he's like and he's like silently either offing people in the pageant or he's like or he's just like sneaking around and like stealing people away i love that or and the, and then at the end he he tries to confront the final person that's left in the pageant, and the curtain goes up behind, and it's everybody that participated in the pageant except that one person, and they're tied to a chair, and, and duct tape over their mouth. <laughs> they're all they're all tied down, and he, and he's and Santa reveals his master plan where it's like Christmas is about me, ho ho ho, or something like that. And then the the person who go who is, uh, f- lastly, talks to Santa and is like, Santa, Christmas is not about you. Christmas is about the idea of giving and blah, 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 blah. And this changes Santa's mind. And everyone's like, bravo. And then, uh, but we find out it's when everybody takes off their, uh, their like, like, the head things that are, the, like, the bags over their heads. Oh, my God. It's revealed. Yeah. <laughs> it's So, they have bags over their heads. I forgot to mention that. They're duct tape, and they have bags tape. over their heads.
1: Yeah, I understood that. Yes.
0: Yeah, sorry about that. When they all take... A, so, the, so the, the person who, like, helps Santa realize this, they all take off the bags on their heads, mm-hmm. like she does, like, one by one by one, and it's too late. Santa has already domed everybody. So... There's a plus where Santa learns the spirit of Christmas, like the meaning of it, but the minus is that nine people are dead <laughs> and there's blood on Santa's hands. This feels like a
1: an off-Broadway play. Uh-huh. It feels very um Avenue Q, but if Avenue Q was puppets performing old boy the movie old boy okay i don't think i like it trey i'm sorry
0: to say you don't like it well i it's an acquired taste can i I can i throw
1: out one suggestion maybe sure don't have santa don't have santa murder people oh
0: okay i think you can make it i think you can make
1: it a very classic like they're all oh no they're all strapped to a stick of dynamite he's gonna blow them all up Ah, so like cartoon violence. Yeah,
0: like something... Or it's like they have have anvils over each of their heads. Anvils over each of their heads. That's
1: wonderful. But I think this uh, very dark turn you've taken of Santa kidnapping performers and uh, caving their skulls in is a little... uh, No, not a little. Is very uh, dark and bad. It's dark?
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I... It's I'll, just a I'll suggestion. Take it. the
1: note. Take the note if you
0: want it. Yeah, I'll get I'll get to it in will I'll, I'll get, get to that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it gotta start. work on the beginning. It's a great start. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> do you have an ideal Christmas pageant? Um
1: I do. I like the idea of a narrative. I don't like when pageants just kind of bounce around. I want there to be a through line, a reason. Like how, yeah. Yeah, a reason for the pageant. Um I think. I think maybe something similar, where it's like all of the other people, all of the other characters associated with Christmas get together, and they're like, "We got it! Like we gotta, we gotta stand out too." Rudolph, you're so much more than your song. And Frosty, God, you've 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 sent a man into space, Frosty. You're a genius, and all they remember you for is this song. And so they all they all get to still sing and, and dance and all that stuff. And then uh-huh. and then I, I don't want to make the bad guy Santa Claus though
0: interesting i feel like because i feel
1: like santa is also kind of taken advantage of in that way
0: yeah you could take a uh you could take a page out of the santa claus's book um and make it just jack frost Mm, or like some other frosty character i i dig
1: that i dig that yeah but something like that something where it's about all of them getting to express themselves for who they are outside of Outside of the songs and the stories, you know, and it's like, oh, Rudolph, God, you're a beautiful poet, and all they remember you for <laughs> is for your bright nose. You're a, you're a Nobel laureate, for God's sake. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you want a Pulitzer? You want a Pulitzer, Rudolph? Christ, Rudolph, <laughs> aspire to something <laughs> other than your nose. <laughs>
1: You, you've been called she- off your you've been called the Shell Silverstein of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> You're more than just your nose, damn it. Yeah, but that's my idea for a Christmas passion. That,
0: that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. It has a, a sort of a um, what's the word? A, like a P.T. Barnum type vibe, um, where it's like like kind of like a like a car like a like a carnival show. Yeah, like you are more than what, like you're more than a talking snowman. Like you're a genius. You're, yeah. You're more, you're yeah. more than a, than a bright nose. I think you're, like, I right. think getting like the, the
1: heat miser and uh, the other dude out and they're yeah. like, God, I mean, people don't remember our fights. They don't remember the beautiful wedding ceremony we had and we invited everyone. And, and it was, it was the talk of the town. Like we had this beautiful ceremony yeah, and now we run a successful floral business, like and just something like that, you know, something to give yeah. these characters some more depth.
0: Absolutely, yeah, I like that one. I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence about which one of ours is uh, more meaningful to the spirit of Christmas. Uh, I'll have to do some more thinking about. That.
1: We can maybe we can maybe do a Twitter poll about it, and yeah,
0: do a Twitter poll think. about who's who's favorite connections. Connections, um. Damn, dude, I uh, I'm at I'm at a loss for this one. Uh, I it, it is a Christmas pageant, and I just simply need to keep in mind that there not only is a bonus Christmas pageant, but also that this Christmas pageant has been going on for for many decades. Um, so there's like deep lore into its origins, you know.
1: Well, and we finally get to see. We've gotten some writers before, but we haven't really gotten any, um, any any theater folk in here.
0: Yeah, except for the one guy. Except for the one the guy. The actor. Yeah, except for the actor, who was uh, abysmal. In Anyclaws. That was in
1: Anyclaws? That was Anyclaws, yeah.
0: Gotcha. No, 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 no. no, no.
1: That, oh, yes, yes, Anyclaws, yes.
0: Yes, that was Annie clause. I was, yeah. I was thinking so. of Holiday Engagement yes uh i w- i w- <laughs> yes i will say oh yeah there are t- oh, i guess man, we've had a, a lot of a- i guess we've had
1: a good amount of actors before. Yeah. but now we well, get- that's two that's two yeah that's two out of i mean how many movies have we done so far out of yeah. no you're 15, making a good point films yeah um you do make a good one point. big connection i found was the actor edward herman um who okay. was in a christmas wish He was less in A Christmas Wish. The uh, grumpy, the grumpy herdsman who made burgers for everybody at the restaurant. Oh, that was him? That's him. That's the same dude. Yeah, he is Garrett Clark in in this movie, in the Christmas pageant. He is the owner of the bed and breakfast
0: that Vera
1: stays at. I think it's not outside the realm of possibilities that everyone in the town from A Christmas Wish was like less. You've got some problems, and you really need to go get professional help for it. And I think maybe part and of so that, he, he left. Oh. Maybe he left. Maybe he got some counseling. Worked through some uh, issues and, he
0: had. Oh, Daniel.
1: Got married. Um, you know, met someone great for him. It didn't work out with the woman from A Christmas Wish. Got married and uh, started this really cute B&B. That's
0: very, that's, uh, that's nice. I like that one. I think it, it's very... That's a wholesome one. And
1: I don't think... I don't... I think it's worked out pretty well for us so far that actors who have appeared multiple times so far have played the same character, whether it was a dream version of themselves or, in this case, just the same character, just just with a different name. You know, people change their names yeah. all the time. It's not a big deal. All the time.
0: <laughs> all the time. All the time. time. It's movies. not a big deal.
1: Don't don't worry
0: about um, it. I, I had a connection... She said she was judging Christmas lights at one point, right she
1: was yes
0: so because I remember the line uh, I'm trying to judge these Christmas lights, but I don't know what's right for this person who just has a candle in the window yeah uh, we could um, we can discern that the these sort of Santa entrapment situations are happening all over the country um, if if these if we have already made the assumption that. The light competitions that are done citywide are to attract Santa Claus oh, and yeah, distract yeah. Santa Claus. So this I. is our e, first k- Santa incident. Yeah,
1: this is our first case of an East Coast entrapment. Yeah,
0: an, an East Coast entrapment. So, oh man, that's sad. But that's uh, that's what I have um, for my connection. So nothing like aggressive and mind blowing. But I, I do think what we uncovered last time can't be reiterated enough. And I but think that'll that, have.
1: That's why this movie came in was they were like, look, we gave you a lot of information with that last yeah. Christmas pageant. <laughs> so here it here is your canon proof that nobody outside of magical beings like the clauses really know what went down, at the at the nativity scene.
0: This is true. That's all. That's a very good through line, especially since like if this Christmas pageant has been going on for decades, that means nobody has known what has gone down for decades. Yeah. If they continue passing off this is there, fiction
1: is there anything they make a big deal about how president grover cleveland drove by on his train in 1893 and that's why they do the pageant <laughs> oh is there anything there
0: maybe grover cleveland grover cleveland
1: has been mentioned in the hcu so far
0: rode by on his train
1: yeah they're like grover cleveland came so he did this pageant well, he his train rode by. He didn't actually ever get off the train, but he
0: waved. That's super funny. We gotta keep our uh, eyes yeah, out for I old don't know. for old GC. Yeah, we gotta for the Clove Man. For the Clove Man. Grove Clove. Grove Clove. Grove Man. Yeah, it's Grove Clove. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Clove Man. Yeah, this
1: was a um, this was a disappointing one. I think.
0: I I will say it's definitely not my favorite. Daniel, uh, before we leave, brave statement.
1: Oh no! Before
0: we leave, we're wrapping up 2011 in in two episodes, right? We have we have one movie next time, and then another movie.
1: Christmas comes home to Canaan, and then we have Christmas magic, magic, and then that's it, baby.
0: That's it. Then we got a recap uh, that is coming in hot for y'all, where we make everything canon. Um, Daniel in Stone, I would like to ask, what has been your favorite so far of
1: 2011, or of all of them?
0: Of of every single one we've watched thus far,
1: hmm. Call Me Mrs. Miracle has a special place in my heart.
0: <laughs> I think I that had... was fun. The, the one the only thing that I can. Like that, like immediately comes to mind, which is stressful with trading Christmas and why it's not on my list. Allow me to, uh, please enlighten you on this. Is that guy very weirdly kissing that woman? Like very, (sighs) That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? The Jack Nicholson looking guy who has the, who has the overreaching lips. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's Um, not a bad point. That is the first image that comes to my mind. I can tell you what my, I can tell you what
1: my least favorite one is.
0: Okay, go ahead. A
1: Christmas Wedding Tale.
0: <laughs> that's your least favorite? I think that's
1: probably my least.
0: Cra- wait, no way. Come on, Oh, man. wait. What am, I, what am
1: I saying? What am I saying? The Santa Incident's my favorite one.
0: Yeah, the Santa. Come on, man. I think
1: it's the Santa well, Incident and then Trading Christmas and then Holiday Engagement.
0: I would put, yeah, yeah. I would put, I, I would probably do Santa Incident, Holiday Engagement. Trading Christmas is up there. Trading Christmas is really I, uh, good. Yeah, I really liked Annie Claus. So I need to decide on uh, that. Oh,
1: Annie Claus was good. Annie Claus is in my top ten, definitely. We should do that. Yeah. We should do that with the wrap up. We should do our like top five or top tens.
0: Our the ranking? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm down. I'm down to do that. I think a
1: Christmas wet a Christmas wedding tale was
0: really rough. It was it it it, it was it was it was rough, rough, it rough. It was rough, Am rough. Right? It was
1: bark, bark, rough. It was <laughs> really
0: bad.
1: Uh, Santa, uh, Santa suit wasn't great.
0: The Santa suit, well, it, and it's worse because Kevin Sorbo is, is in it. Yeah, that yeah, the um, Sorbo didn't help. Uh, November yeah.
1: Christmas, November Christmas is pretty
0: rough. Yeah. I feel like we can categorize some of them as, like, snooze fests. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh like, my lord, like, yeah. This is, necessarily a, this is a, a snooze fest a, one. It's not a bad movie, but it's a snooze fest, you know? Because, yeah, because um, at
1: least they made it. Like, the movie got made. Right.
0: Yeah. And people worked hard on it. Uh, very hard on it, yeah. And All right.
1: some of them just put me to sleep a bit, and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay.
0: Yeah, this is... Uh, yeah, I'm
1: ready for 2012, man. I'm I'm I'm,
0: I, yo, I'm so I'm excited to do this wrap up because I think we have a lot of juice. here. We got
1: so much good stuff to go on with this.
0: Um, so if if you have any theories that you would like to send into us, you can do so in two ways you can do so by emailing us at mistletoe secret at gmail.com, or you can go to our website mistletoe com where you can find out all the information that we have uncovered about the HCU, and you can fill out a little form at the bottom and send us a message.
1: You can also uh, find us on Twitter at HCU Secret. <laughs> That's all caps HCU and then secret.
0: What what you all missed was... <laughs> it sounded it sounded like... It sounded like Daniel said that immediately, right? I promise. <laughs> I, pro- I promise you <laughs> he did not. I, um, I think I took a, <laughs>
1: oh Lord, a 14 second pause there.
0: I couldn't believe it. It's going to be the blink uh, of an eye. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, the music that you hear in this podcast, I'll do that one. Okay. Uh, the music that you hear in this podcast is was written and made and, and like played by Colin Robertson. Loving, who
1: lovingly crafted and who? molded. Who will be in
0: our very next episode?
1: It's true. He's got the link. We're already we're picking the date to record. <laughs> Is it the, schedule, the
0: schedule's being made. The Guggen calendar is being opened. The Google calendar, yep. The Guggen Glad. The Google calendar gl-
1: gl- 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 is being made. Uh,
0: um, so, yeah, this is uh, what a wonderful episode. I can't wait to watch uh, A Christmas in Canaan. Cr- is that uh, what it's Christmas called? Christmas
1: comes home to Canaan. S- <laughs> Christmas comes. Starring Christmas- Miley Cyrus's dad, <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. Are you serious? I am dead serious.
0: Wait. Daniel, are you serious?
1: I'm dead, dead serious.
0: Oh man, I can't. Billy Ray wait. Cyrus,
1: okay. uh, Gina Holden, is that no way?
0: So there's no way this is a film. There's no way this is gonna be a goofy, a goofin' and gaffin' movie, uh, right?
1: I mean, I don't think it's gonna be a funny movie if that's I can't believe if that's what you're we're getting after i'm tr- man, we, got, I, man, I am- we got gina holden in this movie
0: <laughs> i am trey platnicki and i am here to remind you i'm daniel Kunkel. This- thank you
1: you never you never give me time i got you- <laughs> let's do this again let's
0: do this god again. you never give
1: me time
0: i am trey platnicki
1: i am daniel Kunkel.
0: And I am here to remind you. Oh, the poster looks so bad. <laughs> the poster looks bad. Wait, Gina Holden has been in a ton of horror movies.
1: Oh, Gina Holden's awesome. Yeah, she's
0: fantastic. She's um, yeah, she's
1: she's from uh, Alien versus Predator and um, one of the Final Destinations, I think.
0: Yeah, and she was also in Saw. Uh, the she, the I, final. Chapter. I never saw
1: the final chapter.
0: No, no, wait, Saw. Yeah, Saw saw 3D, the final chapter.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in Final Destination 3.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe we should become a a Final Destination
0: podcast. Yeah, maybe we should become a...
1: It's weird that she was in Final Destination 3 and the Butterfly Effect 2. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, they're not similar, but they kind of stick out in my... I've never seen the second one, but at least the first one. like Kind of similar in a way
0: butterfly effect it's like a yeah it's like a time travel yeah yeah right it's
1: ashton kutcher and he can like i think he can like read a journal and alter his alter his history and stuff because he's had these like blackouts his whole life and then he learns to remember them yeah do you think people are gone now yeah people have
0: gone (laughs) i am trey platnicki
1: i am daniel Kunkel,
0: and i am here to remind you to stay jingling and stay jolly. Thank you for listening.